cool. It's working really well. Yeah. Is it recording already? Yeah, it's recording. Do you have enough volume? Your number. Da, 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 da. Is that increasing for you? Yeah. Okay. So that's you. Is that is that good? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to turn up a little bit. Yeah, but you know we'll probably start talking really loud. Oh, that's fine. If it's louder in our ears, then we like talk a lot quieter. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then it's oh. it's actually, yeah, because if, if it's loud in here... And then what's funny is like I'll hear the I'll look at the audio later on the cameras. Are you recording you? Yeah, both of us. No, like camera. Have you got the camera? No, on no, you? no, no, no. I'm not because that'd be fucking weird, right? If you're like, yeah. I'm talking to this mystery. We should like I was like, you should just wear a mask. I know. Usually, that would be so funny. Usually I put um, like emojis over my face, just like if I'm. Oh, just posting. like edit it in later. Yeah. Okay. But then it's annoying because if I move around. You have to keep your head in one yeah, place. which I'm not good at doing. So so first thing, because everyone tells me like, oh, you got to tell us who the guest is oh. before. Because I always, I just like chat. And then there, my, people tell me like, I want to know like what it's about, you know? <laughs> okay, so you're okay. Lucy. Hi, Lucy. Hi, Mike. And you're doing, um, you're doing a super cool, is it a news agency? Like what do you, a media company? What do you call it? Okay, those are two really... I'm appreciative that you chose those two ways of framing it because so many people are like, is it an Instagram account? Is it a blog? And the way we always talk about it is just a media company. We actually, we call it the shit you should care about universe. We like to picture it as Instagram is one planet. The newsletter is another planet. The podcasts are another planet. Uh, but it's a media company. If we're talking like easy to understand for the listener. Media company. The problem with media company is it's so that's like really broad. Yeah. Right. So like and like so many tech companies are like we're well we're also or like a, media a PR yeah. right like you could say maybe that that they're a media company. Yeah. Okay. Well, news. But you do you do news though. It's and news, right? Yeah. yeah. News and entertainment. And entertainment. Yeah. For sure. Like entertainment. It's super entertaining. Actually, it has to be. So if if you're listening, pull out your phone. It's what's the like URL where they should like if they're like I want to see what she's doing i would go instagram maybe shit you should care about on instagram okay and then click the link in our bio and the newsletter is where the best stuff happens so sh okay the instagram is great as like a promotional tool the newsletter is where you get to know me and we tell you the news every morning and yeah it's cute and fun the instagram will definitely i think make you sign up for the newsletter because yeah. the because new instagram's a lot of fun yeah and you're like oh man it's like a taste and then you go sign up and the newsletter is amazing. Now I have a question for you because I'm getting the newsletter. And okay. I think, so like I get I get these emails that are awesome, but then there's like, it's like, oh, here's what we're talking about. But then there's like not, is that because there's not like a full article or something? But it sounds like there, is that because I'm not paid? I feel Does that like, make sense? Or maybe I'm getting like really confused. Maybe you, maybe that, do you read them on the app, on the Substack app or in the. I'm in, just in my Gmail. Maybe it cuts off. Because it you. should say, in today's a dish. Let me show you what mm -hmm. I mean, because I'm really curious. Like, I don't see a link. This is so weird. You're the first person that's ever said I don't. Maybe. Well, let's see. Okay, so or maybe what's it send from? Substack. Oh. Like the shit. Oh, here we go. Shit you should care about. No, this has the full. This has the full thing. Let's yeah, you would have. You would have maybe when here you signed go. up got a paid one from Bell who writes it. So like, uh, yeah, this okay. is and then it's like, oh, there's going to be, and then there's uh, do I have to upgrade? Yeah. 
Okay. But you don't have to. No, no, no. But that's how you get the that's content? That's how you get the um, weekend newsletter. Okay. So for people listening, she has this amazing email. Make it make sense why we are all so sad at the moment. I fucking love that. Yeah. That's so... Your writing it's is so good, which I want to I want to <laughs> talk about. Who's Belle Hawkins? So Belle is the columnist that writes our Sunday newsletter. She's also the co-host of Culture Vulture, which is the podcast we recorded in my studio. Yep. Oh, okay, cool. And so you'll meet her, and I'm writing Great. the book with her. We're that's, writing a book, and that's so cool because oh she's God, just the so best. Cool I am very abrasive to the point. I talk about the news. She's very beautiful, romantic writing. She talks about like the fucked up human experience. And so between us, I'm like, go, go, go. And she's like, slow down. And what's this doing to us? So we're a good, oh, we're a wow. good team. So is she your business partner or just your like co-host? Like, So helper? she, my business partner is Contractor? Ruby slash best okay. friend. Ruby lives in Sydney, Australia. And I also started it with another best friend called Liv, who now is living her best life in London. And Belle is just, yeah, contractor. Okay. But like long, but like but long term. Like, she's a huge part of it. And yeah. to the point where we're writing a book for the company, like together. Okay. So she's a huge, huge, huge. And then uh, you have a subscription if you sign up. Yeah. Annual 80 euros per year, monthly eight dollars, eight euros per month. And verified Cisco stand. <laughs> what is that? That's like, that's just. And that's 185 euros per year. That is for the random few people in our audience that They're just like, really want to support us. That's and awesome. it's like, if you're a stand, you yeah. know what a stand is? Like a real no. hard, a real hardcore fan is called a stand. A stand. So it's like, if oh you stand man, you're us, so like, Gen Z. You're, you're so, uh, well, you know all the, do you know, like, well, you're like um, in the world, you know, all the terms. I'm like, I don't know. like I have to be online all the time. Right. Yeah. So. Well, and, and so like your media company that you're, I think you said your niche is, is Gen Z. That's who you're serving. That's your market. Yeah. Well, first of all, really funny that you say niche as niche, as we've discussed before. Like, what do you, like, you say? What do you say? Niche. Niche. Your niche. Well, I think that's, I think yours is like the proper yeah but niche is every american i've met has called yeah. it niche, I love niche. It. yeah we're we're fucking like <laughs> that doesn't make that sound niche. <laughs> um yeah gen z is probably well because it grew up with me so i think just anyone that's my age which is gen z but millennial we have a few like older like 60 year olds that are like i love keeping up with the young people and doing this uh, like reading okay. my news like this but i'd say mostly yeah, like 18 to 30, which is quite broad, but that'd be 80% of the audience. Okay. Or 18 to 24. Maybe. And it's it's so good. Um, it just should What you, you do really good at is like, is giving, like, and you talk, we talked about this, but giving it a lot of personality. Yeah. Like the writing should, has a lot of personality. It should feel like I'm talking to, I write exactly how I speak, which you probably know now because yeah. you and I have spoken. And you've read the newsletter, yes. which is, it was actually funny, everyone, um, Mike replied to one of the newsletters where I'd put some photos of the studio that we're recording in, because I, I did to break the fourth wall, rent it from Mike. And I was Hell so yeah. happy to have found a studio that was like non-pretentious and that I got along really well with you because we have to organize strange hours We have sometimes. to hang out. We do have to hang every, out twice a week. Twice a week, so we might as well. We might as well get here. along. Um, some more. 
And I didn't even realise he'd signed up to the newsletter until he responded being like, cool studio. Cause yeah. <laughs> I saw it, I'm like, hell yeah. I was like, that's so cool. You can use that if you need. You I can might, be like actually. endorsed by shit you should care about. Or yeah, like, I'm going to put you on my website yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, like like your logo filmed in or something or yeah. recorded. Yeah. yeah. I think I will. I think you should. Cheers. It, cheers. I'm from New Zealand, coffee. by the way. Yes. By the way, everyone, if you can't, if there's some words that I say that sound, it's like a mix weird? between British and Australian. Is that accurate? The accent feels like sometimes you say something like that felt Australian, oh, like just a little. It's so close to Australian. Yeah, I think it's maybe closer to Australian than yeah. than British, right? Yeah, because okay. they're our closest neighbors. Right, that but makes sense. That's still like four hours away, though. So. Yeah, because Australia is far from everything. Yeah, isn't it? And New Zealand is farther. I feel like I, I honestly have come from one mm. of the furthest places in the world. Okay, but farthest. super important question though, before we get into the meat and potatoes. Um, have you been to like all the Lord of the Rings sites? I haven't even seen Lord of the oh, Rings. I knew you were going to say that. I, I fucking knew it. when I Before I asked, I was like, I bet she hasn't even seen it. I know. It's one of those things. Nah, actually, I was going to say it's one of those things that like how a lot of people that live in San Francisco haven't been to Alcatraz. Yeah. It's one of those things. But I actually think a lot of New Zealand does love Lord of the Rings. Okay. So I might be strange. So maybe a little more minority. Did there. you watch The Hobbit? Mm-hmm. I live really close. The new ones? Like the, well, the recent, relatively recent. Oh, I don't even know. Recent history. But I, I, I think they're the only ones, so. Yeah. I think so too. Yeah. I live super close to where there's like some big river scenes with like big rocks and river mm-hmm. and and. It was so weird when that because I'm from quite a small town and they filmed it like an hour away from us where we always used to swim. And we were like, oh, my God, the Hobbit's getting – like some of the Hobbit's getting filmed here. Whoa. I haven't been to Hobbiton. Okay. That's where – yeah, that's where I really want to go. Apparently it's amazing. I've heard it's amazing. Like, it's okay. like idyllic. You should definitely – Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. My, my wife too, she's like – loves Lord of the Rings. It's like what got her into reading. So she's she really wants to go. She reads like 150 books a year. Holy shit. She, yeah. oh my God, all I was going to say she should join our book club, but then I'm like, no, she would outrun the book club. What? Yeah. Well, <laughs> she's literally part of like four book clubs because no one can keep up with her reading habit. Like she just keeps creating new book clubs because she's like, I need more. You know. Does she have one here? Uh, no, they're all virtual. Yeah. So yeah. like she has Same. different like groups of friends that she's doing mm-hmm. it with. And uh, yeah, but she's, she reads a lot. Um, okay. So, okay. So let me ask you this. So, like, the first question I have that I don't know the answer to yet is what made you get into doing this? And how long ago did you start? Like, tell us the origin story. story. Yeah. Okay. I was in my third year of university in 2018, and I was sitting in the back of a lecture theater, and I had been studying for three years, international relations and politics and media, and... I'd spent all this money and I was still sitting in the lecture theatre like, why do I not understand any of the readings, any of the news articles you're putting up on the board? And I text my best friends, Ruby and Liv, and I was like, I think we should start something called Shit You Should Care About where we help people make sense of the world. Because right now I'm seeing black and white, long, long, long articles with heaps of words I don't understand. And I was just kind of like, that's not working for me, so it's probably not going to work for a lot of other people. But we just started it for us, really. It was like we 
made a WordPress blog and we started writing three pieces a week about different things we cared about and that could have been that could be like I don't know a new law that's just been passed in India or the latest episode of The Bachelor like it's always been very high very low whatever you want to care about and then we decided oh actually you can't just have a website and no one going to it you sort of have to go to where the people are and in 2018 all the people were on Instagram and so then we started just posting our pieces that we were writing on Instagram and I grew up loving the band One Direction okay oh yeah of course and so I'd spent heaps of time when I was a teenager on Twitter on Instagram on Tumblr learning all these skills that I didn't realize would come in handy. Like just, just uh, watching social media essentially. Yeah, like or just like to what or like posting yeah, or posting. what were you doing? I had like fan accounts or a fan account ah. that like loved One Direction. Where like you would just get obsessed with other people, yeah. like a fan page and yeah, okay, like a fan page, and then you would watch live streams and sort of learn how to transcribe them and like post the funniest bits, and you'd learn how to make gifs and put them on Tumblr, and and I grew when I was like 15 grew a Twitter account to like 60,000 followers just because I loved One Direction it was like an update and funny fan account and so then when it came years later to do it for shit you should care about it was like re-engaging a muscle that I didn't know I had I like had gone off social media I deleted it all I grew out of One Direction and then I thought (laughs) like oh well I'm never going to get a job like based on the skills I learned being a fan and young woman, like we get shat on for whatever we are interested in, especially if it's a boy band. So then when it came to building shit you should care about, I was like, oh, where did I learn how to do all this stuff? I was like, oh, it's because I loved One Direction. Like I learned how to do all the social media stuff. Anyway, then we just did it for, we just started explaining the world on Instagram. And I think that's so smart because like the idea of making it make sense, I, I've been I I've I'm at the point where I don't even follow the news because it's so fucking confusing and you don't know what to believe. I it's so hard. It's so hard to to know if the conspiracy theorists are right or like Okay, you well they're not. Know. <laughs> Let's just no, well normally they're not. Yeah. But but sometimes they are. <laughs> and then it's like, well, I can't even, you know, like it's just tough to know. And you know like so many news agencies are full of shit. Yeah. Like they're they're just wanting the click, so they're trying to scare you. And I don't know. It's really tough to find something that's more just like, like let's just talk about it in a casual way that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, but know? it's so hard because I people trust us because, like you said, my tone of voice they feel like they know me because I write exactly how I speak. But then it comes to like a huge global conflict, and I have to tell them, hey, this is where you actually need to not ask your favorite influencer or whatever what they think and like I will always give them links to well-resourced people okay but I'm like you should trust me but there comes a point where I'm not an expert on global conflicts and I can point you in direct like I've Mm. been doing this for so many years now that I'm like I can point I know where probably we should go to get some info but I don't know the distrust in institutions is kind of freaking me out for the future of news. It's really tough. 
uh, it's really tough because the business model for a news company is a bit fucked up. And I'm not but sure what the solution is. Neither. But like if you're getting paid for clicks and views, that's a problem because fear and marketing, then it's yeah. that's all, you're a marketing company. Yeah. Right? Like the, that old sort of digital advertising put ads within your fucking articles. Mm -hmm. One, it like doesn't make them much money anymore. But two, you're so right. It, it meant that everyone was just like, sensationalizing the headlines and I don't know, just putting out as much as they could as fast as they could. And so now I don't know what the solution is though, because it seems like you actually, like, it seems like what you're doing though, maybe is the solution. Cause you're just asking people to support, like you have that, yeah. you say, uh, pay, normalize pain for the media you, media love. you love. I think that's probably, and we're seeing this happen more and more. Like I think face, uh, was it Facebook mm -hmm. just came out? Did you see They're this? They're making you pay for an ad-free tier? Yeah, there's something. Yeah, I got. I didn't do it, but there was some like thing that popped up that said, hey, you can pay for ad-free. I think YouTube has that. Yeah. So a lot of stuff is starting to go toward paid I know. Paid media. Like I, I, I think, I think subscription probably... media is the best. And I actually think Substack as a concept was so good at pioneering this for writers. Mm. Like people directly paying writers. But it is really hard because for us, that doesn't cover all of our costs. And so you still have to do some sort of sponsored work where people will, mm -hmm. I mean, we only we don't do much of that because I'm very picky with who we work with. But it means that we are not making as much money as maybe we should because we have a lot of followers, but we it's really hard to monetize it's in hard like to monetize. a good way. Yeah, because yeah. you have, you have just for l people listening, you can see on our Instagram, you have 3.5 million followers, one of which is Joe Rogan. So we have to say that, <laughs> which is fucking crazy. <laughs> one well, of them is Madonna. Crazy. He only follows like 4,000. Oh, Madonna follows you too. That's so <laughs> hilarious. It's, it's, and what's crazy, I bet they, I bet they, like you post a lot. I, I know. I'm sure, they I'm positive that Joe Rogan has seen your shit, yeah. which is like absolutely crazy. But he'd be looking um, at it being like, who the fuck is this? Why have I followed Why this? No, he's but he probably hasn't like, unfollowed. He though. probably is like, I want to get a different viewpoint. Let's Maybe. look at these real liberal is, Kiwis. Would you say, okay, so you would say like, and that's what I was going to ask that too. So Joe Rogan, he's, I'm not sure he's as right wing as the media portrays him because I actually listen to a lot of Joe Rogan, but he he's definitely, I would say, more right wing. Um, so so you're, would you say your media company is more liberal? How like, like yeah, way, like un unabashedly. I think even if you just look at the that. colors, like if you just look at all the yeah, colors, that's actually very true. The colors I know. are like, and it's run by three young women from New Zealand. <laughs> so if you're not liberal, that'd be kind of weird, right? Yeah, be like, and what the fuck? We've also never said that we're not. Like we we just you can choose to follow us if you want the news that we're talking about. I mean, in the newsletter, yeah. it's not. I don't give my opinion actually in the newsletter. People think that I do and obviously because I curate it my opinion mm. is there based on the stories I choose to talk about but I don't feel like I'm very opinionated in the newsletter no and I I felt like well from what I've read I feel like the opinions you do give there's like it, I was thinking about this because what you do like it felt like if because it has so much personality it feels opinionated yeah right um that doesn't mean you're actually giving a lot of opinion but like I almost feel like that, though, like having a lot of personality in it and making it clear that there's a person writing this yeah. with who has opinions is almost more ethical 
than like these media faceless media companies yeah. saying like, sort of like, oh, you know, this is the truth and yeah. this is the only way to believe it and these are the facts versus like, I'm clearly someone who has an opinion and that's, you yeah. know what, does that make sense? It makes so much sense and it's really funny because obviously I started this when I was, uh, I would have been like 22. Okay. No, 21, 21 or 22. And back then I'm sure that it was like, me posting my thoughts and opinions and feelings online all the time. And then as I grew up and lived through 2020 and saw this era of social media that was just so polarized and awful, mm -hmm. I, and I just became, became like a better writer, better editor, better everything. I think I just really was like, oh, we can all hold multiple things at once to be true in our heads. Like we shouldn't just cancel this person for this one thing and never let them try and do better or we shouldn't just decide that one thing is true and never have our, our opinion changed so I think obviously as I've gotten older and actually become like an adult I am definitely way more opinionated like I try to be more balanced and I try mm. to challenge what like your own me opinions? and the audience already think yeah, yeah. I think that's super valuable because what you don't want to I don't think no matter what your opinions are, no matter how right you are, you should never put yourself in an echo chamber where you're just yeah. hearing the same thing come back to you. I know. Yeah. Which, honestly, like, I, I probably am. Because I get so many, like, it's so hard to be like, get know. me out of my echo chamber. I mean, well, yeah, I mean, you can overthink that all day long, too. Yeah. I think, like, we're all, I think we're all to some degree yeah. in an echo chamber. But the fact that you're, like, thinking about, trying to challenge your own beliefs. I think that's oh, yeah. good. And I didn't, I actually like, I felt the vibe of your emails was like more left leaning. Yeah. But in terms of the actual content, I didn't feel over the top like. Yeah. And I don't it, know. It's because every day is so different and I'm not going to not talk about a news, a huge news story because it's. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Or I, like change the facts or like yeah. choose the facts because yeah. Yeah. He's going to tell it. Like, you know, as I, well, my whole job is not even putting myself in these stories. It's just making them make sense. Like reading a New York Times article and being like, the hardest part. Yeah, being like, oh. What does that mean? One, people can't <laughs> afford to all have subscriptions to this. Yeah. And I think that that's why the daily newsletter for us is always free because I am like, we all deserve to know what's going on. That's awesome. Around us. And two, you know, those long ass articles from like the BBC or New York Times or Al Jazeera or whatever, and you're like, oh, no no young person has time in the morning to like read through all of this, but it's my job, so I will do that. It's and such a good idea, and it's clearly done well because you have – how many subscribers do you have on your email list? 80,000. 80,000, and then like 250K downloads per month for the podcast? Yeah. Okay, which is amazing. Um, so you have so the you have like the universe, and then you have Instagram newsletter, podcast, TikTok, TikTok. You do TikTok TikTok's too. very because we're How's faceless. TikTok? How many followers do you have on TikTok? Only like one hundred eighty thousand. Okay, that's still pretty well, fucking good. Like, yeah, <laughs> TikTok is really hard because we're faceless. Like no one knows yeah. what I look like because it's not about that, and we're not influencers. And yeah. We were literally like, and that's, I wanted to ask you about that too—the faceless thing. We're not recording video right now because you yeah. asked to be anonymous. So, like, I'm curious. I'm just curious, like, the reasoning. Honestly, it was at our very first meeting that me, Ruby, and Liv had, and 
we're from a really small town that wouldn't even have an influencer from it. And I think we were growing up in the age of like we were constantly being sold teeth whitening and waist trainers and skinny tea all over our Instagram feeds. Hell yeah. And we were like, <laughs> so funny. what the fuck? <laughs> and so when we were talking about starting shit you should care about, we were like, okay, well, it's do we know who runs the BBC, what they look like? No. Does it matter? No. And then we were like, this we should not be front-facing to this at all. And none of us have ever been like we try to keep our egos really far out of this thing and mm. we didn't – I don't know. It just didn't feel important that people were asking us where we got our clothes from. or It just felt like that took away from our brains. And so now, like you said before, I love that you feel like people can know me online just from the newsletter. Just from the style of your writing. Yeah. Like for sure I think you get a sense of like, – The vibe. Because you talk – you write how you talk and you can – I can tell for sure. Um and, and then, then the podcast, too, is helpful, too, right? Because then yeah. people can actually listen to you. Yeah. So even though they can't see you, they can hear you. They hear, you know, and that's yeah. that's another level of sort of relationship yeah. building. And especially back in New Zealand, I did, a, you know, live events. People would get me to come and speak at things. And that's fine. I'm oh, not, really? like, hiding who I am. Okay. It's just on that huge platform that feels like unnecessary to be posting my face all over it. And yeah. two, it's like just well, unsafe. And it's, it's a brand. Yeah. Unsafe. And it's a brand. Yeah. And it's a, yeah. and it's big enough that it might be unsafe to actually like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and it's just, yeah. And keep your egos out of it. Stay, stay at a distance. You yeah. know, I think that's really good. It has proven really, really hard to grow podcasts and probably grow the newsletter Without and things like that. Because obviously the world is so video first now. Yeah. Every Gen Z only cares about TikTok. It's so true. That even not really on Have Instagram. you thought about breaking the rule? Have you thought about doing video? I think about it every day. Every day, yeah. And every day I'm like, I go to sleep at night and probably the only reason that I can wake up and keep doing this job is because people don't know who I am and what mm. I look like or my family. or mm. You know, I see so many people online getting doxxed or or it what becomes is doxxed that's doxed like, is like i should know this it's when journalists old fucking <laughs> when journalists hat. like phone numbers or addresses or whatever gets leaked uh, there's just people yeah that would that would be scary having too much access to them yes and i think it would just take away i think it would take away from what we're trying to do which is explain the world yeah it would be like oh i love lucy's necklace today or like yeah but it is and do you think that that would fuck with you like mentally, like, do you think just even people like talking about that type of shit would fuck with you? Yeah, I think with your head. I think it is that part of the would. reason you don't want. Yeah, to, I think yeah. it would fuck with anybody, and I think for sure it's it's something I don't want to get to the point where I have I to think, find out that it will fuck with me. Yeah, like I'd rather. But I totally get it. it uh, yeah, it's it was I, a great I, decision. Yeah, I totally get it too. Because um, I think I think like. I think to endure that you either have to be extremely good at sort of disassociating from whatever people say about you. Yeah. Like, like uh, just really sort of not care completely, which is super hard. Um, or you have to be just like a complete egoist, like just yeah. egotistical Yeah, you have to love fuck. it. Yeah, you have to like lo crave the attention. And I think um, I really full, I'm really good at <coughs> putting down shit you should care about like I'm not 
Mm. I'm really good at the disassociating side of it. I think because my face because your in face it. isn't yeah. connected to it. It's it's a brand and yeah. you're and it's bigger than you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So and so that's why because I especially in 2020, especially with the Trump elections, we got trolled mm. just so hard. And also anytime there's a you big started in when did you when did it 2018. start? 2018. Okay, so five years now. Yeah. Wow. Um, but like any already any big conflict that happens in the world that people think we're not posting enough about or we're not on the right side of or whatever. Do you get like a ton of... People being disappointed in you, people... Do you get like hateful shit yeah, sometimes? such hateful shit. Crazy. And then I can't even read the DMs. I don't read the messages that I get. You don't read them. Do I people read... respond to... Well, yeah, I get... Because I responded to your email, so yeah. you get those. Yeah. Okay. I always read the emails because I'm like... Are those typically nicer? Yeah. Okay, but and the DMs are where people are mean? Yeah, people are Generally? Okay. Oh, hell yeah. On like Instagram then? Yeah. That's because we're That's faceless. So they're like, I'm just talking to a random company. Can I read your DMs? Like, no. <laughs> I, would, I would love Mike, it. Mike, community manager. No. <laughs> yeah, okay, cool. Let me go respond to him. No, sometimes I accidentally like look at them and oh, I'm God. like, oh, Lucy. That's just why don't you don't. Let this, yeah, don't yeah. look at them. Don't look at them. But so many people I'm sure love what you do though. Yeah. People yeah, in real clearly. life or on the other end of the newsletter love what we do. There's just a lot of people. The internet's a weird place. Yeah. I get, uh, even with the tonic, like we have 15,000 subscribers, so a yeah. lot smaller. And we get people who, yeah. oh, the funny, I, I read it because I, I love it. Yeah. Um, but it, it's just like people just getting so upset about really stupid shit. I'm yeah. Like, oh, my God. I know. Yeah. Or sometimes you get these like old people. Uh, being like, I don't know how to access this. Like saying shit that's <laughs> like, you just don't know how to use technology. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, I can't help you with that. You ever get that? Yeah, but I didn't you do that at the start of this podcast? Yeah, yeah, that's true. I literally <laughs> with the headphones. Yeah, yeah no, oh. with the newsletter when you were like, hey, I can't access your <laughs> newsletter. Oh yeah, actually, that's actually a fair point. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm getting up there, you know. Yeah. I'm almost. I'm gonna be thirty in a month. Whoa. Yeah, in uh, yeah, December twelfth. Oh my god! Actually, less than a month. Are you having a big thirtieth? No, no, no. I think actually, I think we're record. I think you're recording. Oh, we can change that. No, I don't. I um, don't have anything to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that video is like thirties when you start to die. Is is hilarious, and I'm like, that's so true. The thirties are meant to be your best years of your life. I'm yeah. four years away. I feel like people say that about every like older, every decade. It, yeah, yeah, because literally, like, oh, the twenties are the best, and then people in their People, it's always when you're at the end of a decade. Yeah. Like that was the best decade. I'm like, I think you're just like, yeah. you know, content with <laughs> the fact that you're slowly dying. Yeah. I think you just <laughs> Which is good. Which is good. You got to be happy. You do. You have to be happy with life is weird though. My <laughs> daughter asked me this morning on the bus. I hate, I hate when she asked me this, but I like fully understand because I asked my parents because um, she's six. Yeah. And she was like, she's like, uh, are you going to die someday, dad? And it's like, oh, fuck. Like, and she's been asking that more. Yeah. And I'm like, well, yeah, but not for a long time. And then she's like, am I going to die someday? I'm like, yeah, but, uh, you know, you don't want to lie. Like, yeah. Yeah, but not for, a, not for a super, super long time. You don't want to lie, always, but you don't want to, like, plant a seed of fear in them. Right. Because, like, I'm like, yeah, and I'm scared as shit, but, I'm, but I don't want to instill <laughs> that in you. Like, yeah, yeah. daddy doesn't want to die either, but, but he's yeah. going <laughs> to. It's you such know, an intense conversation. So yeah, with a six-year-old. Yeah, I was obsessed with that as a kid, though. I Were think you? I passed it on to her. Yeah, I was obsessed with it. 
I, nice. That's why I was so religious, I think, because you remember I told you I was yeah. like, yeah, because I was obsessed since probably probably her age. I was obsessed with like the fact that I was going to die. It scared the shit out of me. And then were you like, okay, well, at least there's something after yeah, when I do yeah. die. I so need like to then, hold on to that. Yeah, my parents went to church. And so I remember one of the days, like I had kind of like not paid attention. And then maybe by, maybe by the time I was like 10, we went and... I remember he was talking about heaven and stuff and I left and I remember thinking to myself, holy shit, like if that's true, then I'm good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like then I don't have to worry about death if that's yeah. true. So like I, I literally went home and I Googled is I Googled like, is Jesus real? And I was like, <laughs> Google will know. Like, I just want the truth. I just want the facts. Like just fucking tell me is, is Jesus real? And I couldn't find anything that was like definitive. It's like you have to have faith. <laughs> like you have to have faith in all this stuff. And I was like, what the fuck? I just want like I just want, I just want to know. Like so, you, can, you know, like how much the president makes. Why can't you tell me if God is real? <laughs> like, <laughs> Google, come on. You know. Little did you know that then, like years later, you'd be having to do the same thing to be like, yeah. How do I get out of this now? Yeah, that's actually yeah. Then I Google like how do I not be a pastor? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> what is my new job now that I found out Jesus <laughs> isn't real? That, yeah, that was actually that was tough. I was laying on the ground when I when I left. Like had decided finally to leave ministry, yeah. and I was laying on the ground depressed. And I was like, I said to Michaela, I was like, what am I gonna do now? And she's like, I think you'd be a good writer, and like you're you'd probably be good at marketing. So maybe something with that. And that's what I do now. Is that, I mostly did, copywriting. So, did you self teach, or did you go yeah. and study? So I had when that happened. I basically so I was like, okay, writing. That's what I want to do. So I had two. Like I always encourage people if if you want to do something, the first thing you do is like look at your life and see what like natural opportunities are there. Like what people do you know? What thing you know? Yeah. And so I had two things. One was uh, I was going to college at the time, and I could join like the the like school paper yeah. and write for them. And I was like, okay, cool. Like journalism, I think I'd enjoy that. Um, so I like applied for that <clears throat> and I got accepted. But then um, I reached out, I, I knew a guy named Aaron Orendorf who was my uncle for like 11 years because, mm -hmm. but they got divorced. So he's not my uncle anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he's really, he's actually like relatively well known in the copywriting ah. and e-commerce world. Yeah, now he's actually like, yeah, he's worked for some, um, you know, Shopify? Yeah. So he was their first, uh, no, he, sorry, he was their second editor-in-chief oh, for whoa. Shopify. Yeah, yeah. So he's he's done some, like, big stuff. Yeah. Um, however, so I knew him, and we were living in the same town at the time in the U.S., and I just reached out to him. I was like, dude, can you, like, I don't know anything that you do. I just know you're a writer online. At the time, he was, like, a lot more small. Yeah. Like, small. And, and I was like, can I buy you lunch, and can you show me? So, like, he bought me lunch. And he showed me what he did, and he was like, "Hey, uh, I need someone to help me ghostwrite, like ghostwrite stuff for me." Yeah. So do you want to do it? I was like, "I don't know what I'm doing, but okay." So I like just dove head first, and it was like boot camp for nine months, wow. basically. What were you ghostwriting? Uh, it was all like these crap. Well, they weren't crap, but they were. <laughs> it was actually really hard um, because he's he was he's still the hardest editor I've ever had. I bet. And I've been doing this for like seven years now, and he he was he was which is so good, you know, to have that introduction. And then yeah. you start working for other clients. You're like, oh, shit, this is easy. <laughs> like, for some reason. Because he was so much harder. In my head, I'm like, I didn't know copywriters had an editor. Like, Well, so in this case, yeah, I mean, it depends on the, like, dynamic. Because now I don't. Because mm -hmm. now I just work directly for clients. Yeah. 
and it depends on the client. So like if I'm working for I'm working for a guy right now who has like 400,000 followers on Instagram and I'm writing his scripts for his video for his short videos, oh. which has been fun. Yeah. But he's like he, so this is the this is the caveat. So like my favorite clients to work for are people who are not copywriters. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They they know they have a lack and they're like I need someone who's good at this and then they come hire you they bring you in and the expert and then like they never edit anything cuz they're yeah. just like yeah that's great. Cuz that's why they've paid you that's to do it. That's why they're paying yeah. you. Yeah. Um this guy though and he's great but but it's it's a harder client and it's more work because they know exactly what they want. They just are trying to like have more time for other stuff because their business yeah. is growing. Yeah. And so they want to pass it off to someone else but then they also have like a lot. They know how to they do know. it well. Yeah. And their own style, so that's that has more editing. So he's yeah. like, he's been more editing, and that's uh, a little more intensive for sure. But, um, but yeah. So okay. So let's go back to the let's go back to the Instagram stuff. I'm curious about you were talking about social media because you're really good at social media, and that's something that to me and I think a lot of other people is a little mysterious. What's like? Do you have like a top tip? that you give to people that you, un or like a yep. few top, okay. Yeah, um, don't overthink it. Do not make a content schedule or a plan. I mean, these are my top tips. Yeah, I love it. And like just try and write exactly how you'd speak, especially if you're a brand, like you don't really want to come across sounding like a fucking robot. Um, especially if you're brand. That's so funny because most people would think, it's, would say that, but they'd be like, especially if you're a person, but... But if you're a brand, um, that, yeah, I think that's such an interesting take. Because a lot of brands think like, oh, we have to be. We have to have these guidelines. Yeah, that, with brand guidelines. Yeah. Never say this. You well, know, punctuation consistent. Like, I'm only good at social media for things that I've built, which is much easier because I am the brand and no one is breathing down my neck telling me that I need to dot my I's and cross my T's in a certain way. Have you ever had anyone else write the stuff that you would normally write? No. Okay, I'm just curious, like what that would be like. No. Because you'd probably that would be right. That would be hard. Yeah. I would guess because yeah. you know what works. Yes. And so it's like. I know. I never have. But also, it's like hard to teach that, right? Yeah. It's kind of. The honestly, the only people we've ever contracted in, and it's only to add to what we already do, and it's it's not to like write the things I would usually write as Belle who is an excellent writer and she writes a column for us. My brother, who okay. co-hosts a podcast with me and we have a similar vibe because we've grown up the same way. And honestly, one other of our friends, like it's not, it's not something that we wanted to scale up in terms of like I don't want my job to end up being managing people and yeah. so we've just kept it really small the audience are really good. Like if I'm sick and I can't send a newsletter, there mm -hmm. just won't be a newsletter. Like yeah. it, we won't get someone in to write it. Have you have you thought about selling? I mean, have you considered? Yeah, in 2020, there was people that were interested in in buying us. Just random New Zealand people. No one actually put in like an offer. Offers, but there was. We just, I just wouldn't trust this audience in anyone else's hands. I'm just not interested you know, in selling. I think, okay. You could make a lot though, I think. Yeah, everyone says that, but so it's like, only worth I'm not going to say numbers on here. But I, you told me, I think this is how many people you said you had on your membership, right? Yeah. Like average of $8 a month, right? We're going to do some math. I won't yeah. say it on here, but. Yeah. 
Okay, so, so this is like monthly about. Yeah. Yeah? Okay. So that's yearly. And then if you do a multiple of, uh, that's, yeah, if you do a multiple of like, you could probably get away with a multiple of five because you have a really good, I mean. Yeah. That's significant. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just saying. I know. I, I don't know. I, love, it's, I don't know either. If but I mean, yeah. It was definitely like, uh, uh, we just started this as something that we love to do. Yeah. And so now it's just, so Ruby does all the commercial things, like finds us partners, um, edits all the podcasts, and I focus only on the content. And, okay. Um, also, like, I was like, oh, I think we should start a newsletter or I think we should start some podcasts or, like, I sort of see the trends that are happening and I'm like, we should probably do that or, like, get on TikTok, we should probably do that. And she makes it all – she's like, yeah, anyway. So she does all yeah. the things that I really don't want to do and I'm not good at and so she makes this job really good. But we just want to be able to keep existing – like we're not just just not interested in exiting. Yeah, we just kind of want to exist. But yeah, it's always interesting. People are always like, "Would you sell? Would you sell?" It would be in the like, back of my mind for sure. It's, so it's clear to me that you've done it because you love it. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. Because I'm always like, how how can I like be done with this? I know, but I'm because well, <laughs> I'm not qualified to do anything else. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You know. Well, yeah. Neither am I. That's super true. I'm not qualified for anything so it's i'm like you i could, could totally, consult you could for sure you could consult um with the because this is big enough that like you could use it to roll into consulting or even you know if you wanted to write for other people's stuff but yeah I, and i yeah i've done bits of that but yeah. it's just fun having your own thing it's and fun having your own with your friends yeah yeah it's really stressful because of all the hate and because it's as we talked about really hard to make money in the media and have a conscience like mm. but so right now you're just doing the memberships is the like memberships number one memberships is number one um like organizations or brands can advertise within the podcasts or within the newsletter if they want we don't okay. do very many of them because we're picky and we barely do any instagram advertising because okay i just think well we never really have we've been around for five years and if we started doing that now it would just look really kind of disingenuous if you advertised on instagram if we started doing it, ads yeah and instagram there's uh, something like podcast ads i'm 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 pretty patient with like, Same. i don't know it's like yeah okay whatever but and then like newsletter ads also but like instagram ads always feel more spammy to me i know but it's I'm i don't know why but they do. And I'm like, well, half of me is like, if people love our content, then we need to be able to make money somehow. And if yeah. that's the way, then that's the way. Otherwise, we disappear. Right. But when you do post an ad, people are always like, I can't believe you've done this. I can't. And it's like, well, how do you expect that we Isn't continue? That funny? People are so fucking stupid. I've had people like, I've had people respond when we've. Um, done some stuff in the tonic people yes yeah, sometimes get mad that you had an ad or like something it's like you don't pay me shit yeah. like how do you expect me to turn this you want yes. me to just keep giving you free shit yeah. but like you don't want to support me either yeah. so like what do you want here yeah it's weird it's there's a double standard yeah yeah it's exactly it though it's you want me to keep giving you this for free but there has to be a tax like we have to yeah, yeah. Ha you have to get money from somewhere yeah you do have to yeah. get money from somewhere it's cool though that you know a portion of your list does yeah. pay you 
for for memo to support you and then there's some benefits like yeah um, see more articles and and you get to join the book club yeah right yeah. and then and you get added to, close, to your friends. close friends list which is i still don't fully understand what that is so Can you describe that close friends on, yeah. on instagram okay you might have to show me honestly i wonder if I've if i go on instagram you won't be able to see it because you're not why not no so okay for example oh because i'm not a paying subscriber yeah okay for example she's like you gotta sign up these are public posts that you can see on our story okay but then this one with the green you see that green thing up the top uh, you yeah. see that green thing? Yeah, yeah. This has only gone to the close friends. Like, this is me out at a bar. Not all of shit you should care about gets to see that. Only the close That's friends you? do. That These are just people I was with. Oh, are you recording yeah, on that? Yeah, I'm recording. Okay, okay. Because um, I always... And so only yeah. the paying supporters get to see this because they're added to so like a special So it's private list. content yeah. on Instagram yeah. that they get to see. Yeah. How do you... How do you how do you create that? Like, if I want to create, make a oh, it's is it hard? It's just um, they become a paying supporter. They email me their Instagram username, and then I manually go through and add them to. A, add so it's them manual. It's all manual. It's not automated. There's no way to automate Whoa. it. Whoa, so that's so that's why interesting. I'm, that's why I'm like, ah. we love this thing so much that we. That's so interesting. Do things like that i wonder if there would now i'm thinking because the issue with the tonic is like we're not on instagram so yeah. if we did we couldn't do that really because we don't have our own content but i'm like is there a way to do like the same thing with the newsletter yeah just paid only newsletters and they just get paid. oh yeah that's true yeah just like uh because ours is daily already right so yeah. it's like we got to find something we could send them i know that it needs to be that's it's why like, we do the weekend newsletter that's only for paid what do you, is it just like longer, more like, or? It's, um, it's called, well, it's actually going through a bit of a rebrand at the moment, but okay. it was called No News is Good News. And it was just no news, just Belle writing about some topic. Like last week's was why are we all so sad? When she turned 20, she wrote something that was like 20 things I learned at 20. And then we published that. So it's like more existential. Just kind of fun? Yeah. Okay. And like. That's cool. Not news. So that's fucking that's awesome. And that's only for paid. Yeah. That's awesome because you're selling something that isn't even like really the main thing, which is the yeah. news. This is just like something if you want more bonus. opinion or like more yeah. kind of just fun something content. fun to read on the yeah. weekend. That's cool. But it is. What are you going to call it now? Do you know yet? Or still like. Well, we're thinking. Of, phase? Yeah. Turning it into like sort of a lot of people send us their questions that they want us answered like the last one the one that we read earlier was why are we all so sad all the time and so we're thinking of reframing it into like an agony aunt sort of style people send us questions and then bell writes a beautiful big newsletter response to oh it cool oh that would be fun do you makes, get a lot of questions like do you get a lot of people yeah 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 okay especially if we post on our instagram stories and you can do a little question box and it's like, what are you struggling with? Or like, what do you want made sense of right now? And people will just be there. Tons self. of stuff. Yeah. Wow. I think it's really strange the pressure that's being put on celebrities and influencers. To have an opinion. To have an opinion. Yeah. And to share it. I think it's a really weird time that we're living in. I think it has been long enough that they could have educated themselves <laughs> offline. 
and you. No, it has been <laughs> long enough fair. that they could have educated yeah. themselves offline and they could show people where they went to educate themselves without having mm. to give an opinion. Or Sam Altman got fired. Yeah, I know. That's crazy. That was one I was like, who's Sam Altman? And I was like, oh, Chav GPT. Okay. <laughs> I know what that is. Taylor Swift postponed her. Because someone died. Real show. What happened? A fan fucking... My, my wife's going to care about this. She's a huge Yeah, because fan. it was like 39 degrees Celsius outside the venue. And That's pretty hot. Inside, yeah. What's that in... I'm a Fahrenheit. fucking American, oh, so... I don't know what Fahrenheit But 39? inside, it was even hotter. 39 is 102. That's super hot. But, yeah, inside the venue, I think there was just a lack of water and, and a lack of ventilation and someone just died young woman not sure older was she like 23 no fucking way because it's a heat wave because the climate is changing yeah oh yeah we're yeah do you talk about climate change much in your yeah i mean when things like that happen i definitely put at the end like this is just another unexpected consequence of, of the, the climate changing that absolutely. like no one would have thought about you know now yeah. we have to think about all the time yeah, I think, uh, yeah, that's just so true. I think that's, uh, I was actually, I was walking outside today. It's fucking, what is it? It's November 21st. I was walking outside today. I was like, this feels like, I, I don't know. It didn't, doesn't feel like November 21st. No. It's fucking warm outside. It, I know. Like, the wind's a little chilly, but like, it's, still, it's sunny. I was sitting in the sun. You could I go don't even bring lay a in the park with a t shirt and shorts on yeah. and be perfectly fine on November 21st. I know. It's kind of freaky. It is freaky. I think have you read uh have you read any of Elizabeth Colbert's books? No. You should if you're interested in this topic. Uh she's amazing. She's a journalist that's she has like five books. She actually goes to like these places um where the climate's af- affecting it and talks to people and uh, and she journal and then she's a journalist and writes these books. Um she has I'm trying to remember the name of her books. Um Elizabeth I, I highly recommend her books, though. She's really good. And okay. she's very balanced. Like, yeah. she's not trying to, like, she's given the facts, yeah. like, the science, you know? Yeah. Uh, books. So her, I, I recommend Under a White Sky. Okay. Yeah. Can we save the natural world in time? It's really good. And then, um, oh, no, sorry. First one, t- first one I would say, read is The Sixth Extinction. That book's fucking great. That book really blew my mind. Okay. Um, yeah, super, super interesting. Basically talking about, um, and again, just science, not opinion, but if you look at human migration mm-hmm. um, over the last, like, I think it's like last 50,000 years or 100,000 years, if you look at human migration, you can you can perfectly line it up with the, the uh, extinction of big mammals. Oh. So like... Yeah, like our ancestors. Yeah, we moved somewhere because we were like, ooh, so, like so, they actually some scientists call it the madness gene, of this just gene of like that only humans have. We're the we're the only fucking species that's ever done this in the history of the earth, is look out at the ocean and be like, I'm gonna get on a piece of wood and fucking see what's on the other side. Like that's crazy. Yeah. It, you know, like a deer just is content with its little yeah. habitat, but we wanted to go see what's out there. So, but the problem with that is then you're a weed. Right. You're you're the you're the invasive species. Yeah. 
so we would we migrate and then there's all these big mammals there like we we so humans are from mostly from africa and there used to be uh and and so like think about where all the big big mammals are at now nowadays they're all in africa yeah why because they're evolved to deal with humans they're the only ones alive they're like evolved alongside us we went to every it used to be every other continent had big mammals or big animals and we we just fucking wiped them out isn't that crazy? Yeah. She talks about that in The Sixth Extinction. And then... You've um, got a really good memory for books. I'm not going to lie. This is one this that like, blew like, my mind. It sounds too <laughs> dense for me to read. It's not as... You think so? It, because my whole job is because dense. I find things so... Like, like I'm simple? classic. No, I have such a bad attention span. <laughs> okay. I'm you like, might, you might, yeah, am I you really going to pick up then. a whole You book? might get bored. <laughs> and then Under a White Sky, yeah. it's this idea that like, okay, yes, we're, we're like global warming is going to fuck us all. But humans are really good at like innovating yeah. and solving things. So she examines like, can we oh, come up with like maybe this in the same way that we have fucked it up, fucked it up. Maybe we can also like unfuck it a little bit with like our like almost go further. Yeah. To unfuck it, you know, it's like <laughs> Jurassic Park, but with the weather. Yeah. It's fucking like, crazy. Making artificial clouds and stuff like it's so this. Got to be like yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Rerouting rivers, like yeah. they're doing that. Um, it's got to be like one of my top. It's probably like my in the top three concerns I have. So, are you a big reader? Do you read a lot? Mm -hmm. We have a book club. You yeah, have a fucking book club. Is but that nonfiction or is it fiction? It's a mix. Oh really? So you do fiction too. Yep. That's cool. Fiction and like so last. I would have thought nonfiction just because like news, you know, but no. No, because I already have to read the news every day. That I'm yeah. like, if I'm reading for fun, it's not fucking. So do you write it every like morning, and do you do it like the day before? You do it like the day of. Okay, so it used do? to be. I realize I've been still calling it daily. It used to be every morning I'd write it at five a.m., but like the day of. But now that I'm writing the book, we've cut it down to three days a week. Okay. Um. And because a large chunk of our audience is in Australia and New Zealand, I actually write it during the day and send it at 5 p.m. Lisbon time. Okay. So it arrives to them at 5 a.m. How long does it take you? I'm sure you've got like a really good sort of process. Some days now. it's like... Depends. Some days it's like an hour. Some days it's like two hours. Okay. It's not bad though. Yeah. It's definitely... I've been doing it for what so long. What about Instagram? Because So what are you doing? You, your job is like Instagram, the newsletter... The podcasts. The, the podcasts. TikTok. Okay, TikTok. Do you do different content on TikTok and Instagram? Yeah. Oh, really? Because Just because different stuff works and different. Yeah, and Instagram, the, the audience is so big that it's actually kind of scary to operate there. Like, I don't love Instagram anymore because the audience is too big that you're just opening yourself up for people to take everything in the least gracious way possible like people on the internet mm. are just looking to misinterpret like willfully misinterpret for sure. your stuff for sure so i'm i'm like i'm a bit scared of instagram that there's too many people there it's pulling so you down yeah and you're mm. just trying to offer them a service or be like make the news make sense without making everyone depressed and everyone has something to say about it so TikTok, what are you what are you scared of though you know what well, i'm just scared of because even if people say like say shit fuck them yeah i know I but know. also it's like i don't want You're the reputation of, of the brand to just suddenly become like oh yeah canceled we hate them like yeah like yeah and we always tell our audience like 
that our like core audience who are the newsletter readers are so smart and they give so much grace and we always talk about cancel culture and and, and I think it's because you have so much personality in there. Yeah, so people so are they really know like, me. Yeah, but over on Instagram, I'm like, <gasps> it's it's actually not that I'm scared of it. It's almost like, why would I put myself through that when there are other places? You're just careful, you yeah. know. You don't want to go through, put yourself through. Yeah, yeah. It just feels like when there's not that much benefit from it, I'd yeah. rather work on the podcast or the newsletter or the book. Yeah, you know, instead yeah. of just. And also, I don't think everyone should be getting the news from Instagram. I think that's that's fair. Really, a lot bad. of people do though. I know, and like I think me. no, I don't <laughs> actually use Instagram. I don't get my news from. I get my news from from nowhere. Like I always find out about stuff a week after. Yeah, I'm like, oh, really? It's like Trump got elected. Is he running right now? <laughs> yeah, like you know more about. See, I don't, and I'm I'm American. Yeah. I don't even know. So is he? He's running again because it's yeah. Is it? I think so. Has it started? Like, is it election season yet? Yeah. Okay. Or like, he's definitely gonna run again. I don't. I, I don't think he'll get elected. I think I that's think, what everyone thought in 2016. I really. I was. I yeah. I remember vividly when he got elected. I was at home in Oregon and I was like, oh, I wasn't even like watching because I was like, oh, Hillary. Like, yeah. I just was not even was like, there's no way he's gonna win. I know. And then yeah, and then uh, and then he did. That was a that was a moment. That was a big moment. A lot of Americans uh, were very surprised. Yeah, and even in New Zealand, I remember everyone was like, call. really like, holy fuck, the world. What the hell? What's happening? And now the world has continued to be bad. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but And now we have Biden, who I uh, I think I, I think is is well, he's, he's dementia. He's an old, he's an old <laughs> man. And what about dementia. that guy that keeps falling asleep? You know? Mitch McConnell? Well, no, who's the guy that keeps falling? Oh, freezing! I think it is. It might be him. I'm not sure, but I is it another po U.S. politician? Yeah. Okay. To be fair, I don't really follow U.S. <laughs> politics that closely because you have to to some degree because that's like what the world follows, right? And yeah. they probably want to hear to some degree about it. What is it? The the America? Oh no, nah, I don't. America sneezes and the world gets sick. Or something like that. Okay. Like, yeah. Yeah. It was it's, Mitch McConnell. He just kept freezing. Do you remember all those? Oh. He kept like freezing up. Anyway. Yes. I think I do remember. It's a video of it. Yeah. Yeah. He did it. It happened twice. And He's too old. Yeah. Why do we, why are these, why is, why are people. There should be term limits on. There should be age limits. Yeah. Like if you're fucking 80. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Like you're done. Like you can <laughs> go. Hedge, run. You don't get to be in politics. Like you can keep your day job if you're able to do it. I mean, I, I just like there's doesn't make any like how old is Trump? He's in his 70s at yeah. least. I liked Bernie Sanders. That motherfucker is way too smart for how old he is. Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> he's so he's so smart and so sharp and he's super old. Yeah, but it's because he's like learned a lot. 77. Was, yeah. That's too yeah, old. I, know. I think we should cap it at. 60. Probably 60. That's what I was thinking. 60. Yeah. I know. Joe, Joe, my boy, Joe is 81. Holy moly. He's so old. And I don't even say he has dementia as an insult. I say yeah. it as like a, a fucking real. fact of like watching him try to speak. I mean, he clearly I is not mentally. I don't think it's a fact. No, it's not like a scientific <laughs> fact. It's a mic diagnosis it's a fact. Mic. It's, it's something that I perceive as, yeah. a, as being a fact. But it's also like... Imagine being 81 and just being like, I have to do this because otherwise 
what's the ultimate, like still going and doing it because you because believe you don't so want strongly and that you're, yeah. And, and actually, yeah. And that's true. Like I actually don't dislike Joe Biden as a person. I think like when Obama was president, I think he was a fine vice president. Um, but he's just gotten old, man. Yeah. He's, I mean, got, he's gotten too old, too old for, for that shit. You know? I don't follow American politics that closely. I'm just like, yeah. like I don't know. I'm yeah. like, I don't know. I'm from New Zealand. Know. No. <laughs> so Instagram. Okay. What about writing? Let's talk about writing. Have you, so you're a great writer. Number one tip, probably write like you talk. Yeah. Um, I, <clears throat> I have grown up as an internet writer, so I'm like only good at writing short things. So now that I'm like we're working on this book, it's I'm finding it quite hard to. Can you say what the book's about, or is that top secret right now? No, it's called Make It Make Sense, okay. and it's a collection of essays about. And it's probably not your demographic, to be honest. Like, it's to help young women we'll see. growing up. Well, I have um, a daughter. I mean, that's yeah. You know, she'll love I it. I give actually. a shit about that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And it's kind of like how we grew up with the internet and how that's fucked with us but also mm. things like starting a business and losing people that you love and like work and always being underestimated because you dress in bright colors and you're like really short and just like all these they should sort of be like funny acerbic essays I actually don't like calling them essays because I don't think young people would, would essays is such a yeah but what do you call essay? them you know yeah just like pieces other than that yeah um yeah. That sounds awesome. It's yeah, I'll read it. every chapter should be How far different. how how far along are you? Um the manuscript's due at the end of the year. Do so you have so. a publishing deal? Uh-huh. So did, is this like traditional publishing mm-hmm. route? That's yeah. fucking cool. As Can a, you say who the publisher is? Yeah, it's Quirkus, which is an offshoot of Hachette, which I don't know if you've heard of Hachette. I haven't. It's like mm-hmm. one of the big five. Okay. Um yeah, we have an agent who actually lives in Lisbon and it went to auction. And yeah, he went. It went to auction. So you actually well, like actually. So you auctioned it, like you said. Yeah, she takes it out. To, she takes it out to publishers, and then it didn't actually go to auction because we got a few preempts, which okay. are just people that put in a deal before before it actually before goes it to actually auction. Go, yeah. Okay. And then yeah, we accepted one that felt right. That's now crazy. we're writing it. I know. That's pretty wild. Yeah. Can you believe that you're going to be an author? No. And a I published never thought, author? I honestly never thought that I would because we used to get people emailing us being like, hey, like, would you consider writing a book? And I never wanted to because I was like, what? It's going to be a book of fucking Instagram infographics. No, no, thank mm. you. Um, and then when I met Belle, who's co-writing it with us, who writes okay. our column she's like more long form yeah she's yeah. like just a beautiful beautiful writer and she's always she's published a poetry book and she sort of sat me down and was like after she'd been writing for the newsletter she was like I've had this idea for a book for you know like 10 years and I was like why hasn't it been published and then we were like oh we should do it together mm. and then here we are that's so cool I know and I would not be doing it I would not have ever thought that I'd be writing a book yeah, that's something I've wanted to do, but I I like to make money, so I I usually and that takes a long time. Yeah. Like, so I, I like to go directly to the money. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, like, so. I understand that. Yeah. It's a, 
but it's, it's such a strange a, thing to be doing on the side of it makes so much sense which because is it going to be published under the brand or under you guys or it'll be published is that gonna be, are you gonna show your face on the like you know like on the back like this is I the don't author know. you know what i mean i don't know or just under the brand like um it'll have our names kay. on it but it will also have shit you should care about on it okay because cool so that people i think know. that makes sense yeah yeah and then you'll sell it to your list, right? Do like a, a launch or whatever. I mean, yeah. they're gonna get it in bookstores though, too. Yeah, yeah. That's gonna be fun. It's like a proper, proper thing. You might, it might, it might, uh, it might, like you're. Sh I mean, you're big now, but like it might get bigger after the book launch. Who knows? I don't know. I I think it the might. publishing in industry is like quite hard to cut through. There's so many books. There's a lot of books. Yeah, but you guys are really good writers. You might, yeah. I don't know. I'm just saying it might. Man. I know. I'm just being really. A, you have a publishing deal. You know, they're better. Yeah, of course, of like, course. You don't want to. I know. I don't want to. Don't want to get too excited. Jinx before. it. Or yeah, I know. I, I've just never been in this world before, and it's really interesting to be edited because I've never had an editor. Yeah. Right? What's that like? It's, like a real fucking yeah. editor. It's. Is it awful? Is it great? Nah, it's probably going to be the best learning for me in my whole life because I just send out a newsletter every day no one ever edits it it usually has that's my life yeah. i write everything and never know how good it is yeah <laughs> and so now having an editor to be like oh you should probably flesh this out or linger a little more on here or even bell she because she's such a good writer she kind of edits me as okay. we're writing it's good learning that's it's so crazy. cool yeah i i uh there's a woman named hope something she has a newsletter uh, with like 30,000 people mm. on it called, oh my God, I'm drawing a blank. Uh, Funds for Writers. Oh. Have you heard of this? No. What time's your other podcast, by the way? Just so I make sure we're not. I need to meet Belle outside at 4.45. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, it's called Funds for Writers. Uh, Hope Clark is her name. Uh, yeah, it's this, oh. and she's she's crushing it. She she uh, she writes fiction, but she also does some uh, freelance writing, and yeah. she's done this newsletter for like thirty years. Holy shit! Yeah, that's like before news. That's like at the start of Literally, email. I had a call with her. She's like, you just got to keep going. She's like the she's the baddest ass. Like she's Im impressive, and she sells sponsors in her newsletter flat and like charges. I've actually advertised in her newsletter multiple products. Ah. Uh, yeah, how much does she? off mic uh f no yeah it's uh for like charge for slots yeah what's well, on her website so i can tell oh. you yeah i think it's like uh advertising yeah she fucking she's shameless she's and but she has really great content though yeah. she like she has like agents in her newsletter that you can reach out to like it's so good. oh she's it's like and, a she, service as and well she's as actually a an author yeah. so she's she's published traditional around like five books and she, one of the things she told me is like it really does make a better product. Mm. Like when you go the traditional route is one of the things. But um, so she costs for one solo ad, $350 okay. for two. This, I think this is the one I usually do. <clears throat> so she does, she does weekly. It's just a weekly newsletter. I think it's once a week and you can buy two and get one free. So you get oh. three for 700, yeah, okay. which I was, I, and I've actually, every time I've bought slots in her newsletter, I've, profited oh. yeah which is fucking crazy how on a I, well i used to sell um i used to sell this product called the freelance writer survival freelance writer survival kit mm -hmm. and it's it's just like a kit and she has a lot of freelance writers on her list 
and it was I think I was selling it for forty seven dollars. Mm-hmm. So you know I'd I'd pay, and I, I like every Whoa. time every send she would do, I'd get like five to six sales. Oh my god! Isn't that fucking crazy? Yeah, that which is, is like crazy. wild to. S- they don't know me like to so she's got like a really high quality yeah it's twenty eight thousand, but she's got and she cleans it like often and it's just, and it literally she does nothing else other than the newsletter and it's pure organic she doesn't do social media wow. so like it just is word of mouth basically that it's she so gets good. yeah she's you should you should sign up for her list because she's she's a badass yeah yeah but she also writes um and look at this this is like yeah look at this this is her schedule for like the dates that that are open and everything. Oh, hold on. Maybe it's, oh, it's not, I don't think it's actually presenting correctly, but essentially oh. the open dates are in white. So she's like fucking booked. Whoa, for, for, for advertising. Like, yeah, for advertising. I don't think it's presenting 100% right, but she's usually booked like three months in advance. And this is the only way she gets sponsors is people like know her because they're on her list and then they go buy fucking, I don't know. Honestly, Holy she's shit. like a mystery to me. She's That's crushing it though. So, yeah, that is so interesting. Yeah. Yeah, she's she's crushing it. And you know what else she does? This is crazy. So there's another slot you can buy, and this gets like most expensive. Um, let's see, but it gets the best results. Uh, okay, I'm actually not sure. Maybe she is it the no. hundred dollar one for a whole or not? No, it's uh oh maybe oh maybe um Oh no, let's see. Oh, it's down here. Here we go. Because <coughs> this regular ad. I can't. Fi- or maybe it's at the top. I can't find it. But there's a there's one one where she she sends a Saturday email mm. and it's literally just your copy for the sponsor. Holy like there's shit. nothing in it other than the ad. And she does that once a week, which is so scary as a... I was going to say, that's crazy. Yeah, that she... but she, and she charges a lot and it gets the best results. And her list is like accustomed to it, I think. I guess if they've been reading for 30 years. Yeah, oh, no. and how they, many they years just fall, they know that's like how she makes money. They and, they and she's really, she vets her sponsors a lot. So yeah. she does a lot of like, look at the landing page, make sure it's like not... Um, and she'll like even like if a if somebody isn't able to get their refund, like she'll like fucking go chase down the. I mean, she's she cares about her audience a mm. lot, but yeah, she's. I mean, but she gets the yeah, she's makes decent money just doing the sponsors. Newsletters are actually the best. Like if we yeah, had, what would you tell someone if they were starting a? What would you tell me? I mean, I, I got a small newsletter that. Yeah, but I wouldn't give you. I wouldn't know what advice to give you, mm. but. I get a lot of people that are like, I just want to start like writing or I want to start getting published places and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, just start a sub stack and just start writing and sending things out. Even if it's going to not many people, just start. Like I, you, I mean, it's in every tip that I give. I hate planning. I think if you get too bogged down in the planning, you won't do anything. So just send it out imperfectly because that's how you learn. And I'm always like, the faster you fail, the faster you know how to like change trajectory. So just fail really fast. That's like, honestly, that's how any of this started was just started posting to Instagram, just never stopped. And yeah, not everything was a hit. Obviously, Mm. still there are things that aren't hits or things I get wrong and I'm like, oh fuck, sorry. And then do something different. Like, I don't know, just like start doing it. 
But you already do it, so I can't help you. But oh, my <laughs> tip for you is to move to Substack so that you can really? monetize your uh, so through that you can, the paid. Yes, mm. it may, it's like it's so easy. It's so is easy. It, is it twisting on? Is it okay? Yeah. Okay. Sometimes they get a little. Uh, it's like a yeah. Here, hold on. I got you. I think it's fine. I think I just Let me make sure. I don't want it to like fall on you. Because I have had these fall off. Really? Yeah, there we go. It's because it's not, uh, there you go. It's not, like, this is this is Sure brand, the yeah. microphone, and this is Rode. Yeah. So there's, like, a... These are good not mics, 100%. though. Oh, yeah. These are the best. These yeah. are the ones that everyone, like, I I posted on Facebook before I started. Nice. I was like, what are the, and everyone's like, Sure SM7B. That's so... That's what you need. That's why it's like such an unassuming studio, but it sounds so good. But it sounds so good. Because you've got the good stuff. Yeah. yeah, I got the expensive shit. But you should move to Substack. Okay, because Substack. Because we went through like three different newsletter providers. Squarespace, okay. first of all, because we just wanted to start sending it, and that's where our list was. Squarespace. That that's was in like, like That's like ghetto. That's yeah. fucking ghetto, yeah. And then um, Review, which was Twitter's version of Substack. <laughs> Did you ever use or Review? Review, I have never heard of that. And you could have paid subscriptions on So like there. MySpace for newsletters? Yeah, honestly. And then as soon as Elon Musk bought Twitter, they were like, we're shutting down reviews. So we were like, holy fuck, we have to move. Oh, so, that was re that was relatively yeah. recent. Yep. Oh, I didn't know you sort of just got on Substack. I mean, well, we've been last on, we've, six months maybe? Yeah. Year? We've been on Substack, yeah, maybe a year. Um, And then we used Memberful, which was like oh, Patreon. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. I've heard of that one. And then finally we settled Substack. on Substack and it was so hard. you like hard. it? Oh, it's the best. It's how's the, the easiest. How's the deliverability? Has that been? Perfect. Our deliverability has been, yeah, it's convert kits. Meh, I don't know. We used it's to okay, have but issues. I really? have never had one um, email. Like problem. Like maybe it's gone to spam twice in the entire and it, Daily, our brand name yeah. is shit as well so which is hilarious I like know. you're like that's gotta go to spam and but nope. it's and do you do uh do you do like double registration like uh or double opt-in do you do like people have to you know what i'm saying like people sign up and then they have to go confirm in their yeah okay because substack yeah. runs all of that so they have to yeah so it's yeah. like they have it's to do like double opt-in okay None of the liability is yours because they do all the processes oh, that's nice. and yeah. they do all the membership. How many people do you get uh, with – you have a list of 80,000. Yeah. Um, I know that in a lot of the emails you include sort of a CTA to go upgrade. Um, no, it doesn't happen very often. I feel like we've reached the ceiling of that. Of yes. like – of getting people to go to get a paid yeah. membership? Yeah, I think. Okay. Because our – our list, our big main list, hasn't been growing that quickly anymore. Okay. Oh. What you, yeah. Like what? What's not quickly? Like what's? I don't even know. I do not even look. Do at you it, look at the metrics? Unsubscribe. Ruby does. I okay. don't. Okay. She basically. That's why she carries the mental load of. Ah. Okay. That so cool. that I can just focus. So you on, can just do content. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Which is why she's honestly the fucking captain of the ship. Hell really, yeah. Okay. Which I love. Um, and so. Yeah, Substack's really good though. It sounds okay. like I work for them because it took us so long to. No, go. I mean once you find like a tool that yeah. really. Yeah. And because they have an ecosystem, like you can see leaderboards, you can get um, like newsletters recommended to you. So within the app, mm. you get new subscribers just because the app is recommending you to people all the time. So it's like they have their own ecosystem. That means 
you don't have to do your own advertising. Like you will pop up on someone's page if you've written a good newsletter and and someone's recommended it. It's like really cool. Okay. Yeah. And if you wanted to do subscriptions, it just makes it so easy. Yeah. I think the subscriptions is because we're just like. What is the tonic? Like It's a personal development newsletter, which is like has been tough because that's. I, I don't know. Like I've had, um, You've got I have a good theories. List. Yeah. Yeah. I have theories as to why, uh, like we're struggling to find sponsors. One of which yeah. is I think that the market, this is one theory, um, which might be wrong, but it feels like the market's changing a lot more to like pay-per-click advertising. Uh, yeah. So a lot of sponsors now is for newsletters. Yeah. They don't want to like pay, okay, here's a thousand dollars, put me in your email. Yeah. Uh, they want to pay for like results. So they yeah. want to pay per click and you know, their pay per click expectations are typically like a dollar per click or something or less. I've seen 60 cents per click. Like, oh God. and obviously getting people to click on an ad in your newsletter, it's hard enough it's to get impossible. them to click on your fucking article you wrote. Yes. Getting them to click on an ad, yeah. like good luck, like the click through rate sucks. Yes. So you make shit money when that's the model. And that's, there's agencies, there's an agency called Wellput. Uh, I think it's wellput.io or something. But this is what they do. And they're working with like big, some big companies, Wellcore, I think maybe like even, um, there's some big companies on that they work with, but essentially, and then they have like, they just, and we were with them for a while, but they have all these newsletters and then they're like, Hey, you can get paid per click. And then they just have the rates. You pick one, put Mm -hmm. in your newsletter and they're probably making a shitload of money in the middle, but like the newsletter actually doesn't make trash. So that's been, that's been tough. Oh, I think across the board, like we haven't had paid, we find it so hard to find paid. to find sponsors. Yeah, it's super hard because now we they're just have. they're just like that model exists. There's enough newsletters that are sort of just saying, OK, yeah. And yeah. then why would you ever pay? Why would you ever not do that? You know, that's what's sort of mystical about um, Hope Clark. Is she yeah. still doing? She's all here in the field doing her own fucking she's thing. She's in the Wild West. Self, like, dude, yeah. She's just like has this self-sustaining and I'm like, God damn it. How are you doing that? I you know? know. I think I think you're going the right direction with the book, though. Because now you're going to have something you can sell. Yeah. Um, that you, I know you probably don't get 100%. You you know, you get a cut of, because, right? In advance like, and then you. Okay. Yeah, get and then you get like a percentage of. After, yeah. Do you get more if people buy from a specific vendor, like Amazon versus Barnes and Noble or like. I don't think so. I, okay. I don't actually know. Okay. Like I haven't done this before. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. I have no I love, idea. I love how you just are like. I'm just like, I love it. Well, I like obsess over metrics. Just, I'll like look at our open rate every fucking day. And, I know. I used to. Oh, my God, I used to. When (laughs) I first started writing the newsletter, when I first started posting on it, whenever I'm first, Mm. when I first started making the podcasts, I used to be obsessed with checking the metrics every day of everything to make sure I was, like, good at it. And then suddenly, like, after being on a platform for long enough, I'm just like, I don't even care anymore or else it's going to make, it's going to hinder my writing. I think that's part of the process. Yeah. I've found the same thing is when I start doing something, I'm obsessed. It's like metrics, metrics. And then you have like a bad open rate. You're like, oh my God, I'm destroyed. Um, And then you're like, I'm no good at this. But then if you do it long enough, all of a sudden you're like, it's just, it's ephemeral. Yeah. Like tomorrow, today's might. What I've learned is like you might have a shit thing today. It was like just a miss. Yeah. And tomorrow might go viral. Like yeah. it just and people forget. Yeah. People really don't. Yeah. Care that much. No. They're like yeah, and which like, is a beautiful thing. And like yeah, <clears throat> unless you're like 
putting your face on TikTok and then that's when people remember, I think. Like people forget if you've had a bad day and something you've said something wrong and you've apologised for it and blah, blah, blah. But as soon as – I think that's why I'm like with this younger generation that are so used to seeing people make mistakes online in real time and then like never forgetting about that mistake. Yeah. Did you see – did you see – what time is it? Uh, 4.28. Okay. Did you see uh, The Liver King? Did you see that stuff? That was oh, hilarious. I do you, do he you know, freaked me out. Yeah, oh yeah but so I don't freaky. know him very. Like I don't. I'm not very versed. Yeah. Like no. I mean, I'm not. I'm not either. But I just. Uh, that you know, there's tons of debate about whether it was on steroids or not. And I think he, he just, was, wasn't he? Yeah. So, know. but he. But for like five, six years or something, he swore up and down. I mean, publicly, like I don't. T- I don't touch this stuff. He's always saying that. And then, sure enough, it got leaked, and he got he got discovered and then he had this like long video where he he basically said yeah i shouldn't have lied i'm sorry like all this stuff and i think people were like all right i don't know it felt like too easy yeah. i feel like yeah. i i don't know i don't know what he's doing now but i mean he's just he's, he's a fucking I, I only i post uh like our podcast videos on it yeah um i don't it's too addicting yeah i don't use it for consumption um, cause it's, I used yeah. to, it's, it's, too, it's too much. Yeah. That's I love fucking, it. yeah, dude, it's fucking, that's, I love it. that's heroin. It's, that's social media heroin. That's why like, I got so big, I think. Yeah. Cause it's good. Like, and it's, <sighs> it's so it's good. Like straight, so, and it's fun. It's I so, mean, yeah. look like everything in moderation. I'm not against it. I just have found for myself that like, I just, I use it too much. If it's, I do it with everything. I periodically delete all social media from my phone. Yeah. I think that's probably like every three months. I'm like, if it wasn't my job, I would be there. Yeah. And I think it's what you're learning. I mean, as you're, you're having fun, I'm sure too, but also, you know, you have to watch what's happening. And I write about things I see on TikTok all the time because I'm like, this is fascinating now that a thousand of you are are talking about this one thing. Yeah. And to be fair, a lot of my ideas for the tonic come from social media. Yeah. Almost all of them actually. It's a great, if you use it that way as a creator, if you use it sort of as like an inspiration idea machine, it's actually real. I save stuff all the time. Really effective. It's when, it's when like, I'm so into minds because I feel like I turn everything I do online or even reading books or whatever into productivity. I'm like, oh, I'm reading a book. Better recommend it in the book club. Oh, I'm on TikTok. Better go and like find a trend and Mm. write about it or something. That's probably why you're succeeding though. Yeah, because everything. But then... It's it's the pro, but then yeah. what? Like, well, it, but then, then I'm like, you're can't you just enjoy work? something? Yeah. <laughs> can yeah. I just? But I can't. I'm like, but that's, that's that's why I don't get addicted to TikTok. I think is because I'm okay. always like, well, this is kind of work, and I'm saving all this. And you're using it, and yeah. yeah, that's kind of the blessing and the curse of the entrepreneurial personality. Yeah, right. Is like you're successful and you're you know doing amazing things and stuff that a lot of people aren't accomplishing you're accomplishing but then you also you're like you can't you don't really have an off switch like i wake up on a sunday morning and that's like my favorite time to catch up on the world to like think about what i'm going to talk about in the podcast next week to scroll on tiktok and find buzzy trends to write about and like most people are like going to the farmer's market with their partners or like things like that and i'm like oh this is this is something I'll write about in the book. Like this is the sacrifice. Like, and I'm doing it during my twenties, which is the time that I'm meant to be like getting fucked up. And yeah, you're supposed to be drinking yeah, on the weekends. And I'm like, 
I don't feel like I'm wasting them at all because I've chosen something That's different. Amazing. But I wonder in my 30s if mm. I'll get like, not burnt out, but if I'll be like, oh my God, okay, now I need to go and Party. be crazy and then yeah. settle down, fall in love, use my Sunday mornings differently. I feel like you could do that now though. You know, like yeah. you're, we're definitely in a time where that's, that's more common. Like yeah. me and my wife have a daughter. We've been married. We are like the fucking, we, I, I don't know anyone else like who is as young as we are yeah. and ha- has been married 10 years and has a six year old. Like crazy. It, we are by far the minority. It's, it's so like all our friends are in their fucking forties. <laughs> I swear to God, like, like, is it because you meet people with kids and they become yeah, your so because all of our friends are from Andy's school, like yeah. parents from Andy's school, and so their kids are the same age. But the youngest, uh, the youngest friends we have, they're Ukrainian, and the 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 girl, <coughs> I think the girl's thirty one, and the guy is like thirty four. That's the youngest, but they're they're way younger than most of it. Like, um, I was hanging with some people the other, like we go out to dinner all the time with couples that are like forty five, yeah. forty seven. But that's kind of like me. I feel like But we have a great time. But I relate to them because they have kids the same age. Oh, I relate to... I love people older than me. Me too. uh, Most of my friends are people older than me. Since since becoming like a business person. Mm -hmm. A business owner. Business owner. You are, yeah. Yeah. um, I like... Most of my friends are people that have worked in the media or who are... Or like have started relate. a podcast studio yeah. and can sort of relate to you because you you start to feel different from like people that are just working a like yes. normal corporate job and then can put it down and go and do his yep. drugs. And that's and why they say it's lonely. Yeah. You know, like the higher up you get, the lonelier it yeah. gets because there's less people who are doing those things. So it's hard to it's the same like when me and my wife hang out with another couple, it's really, really hard to like hang out with another couple that does even if they've been together a while like that doesn't have kids yeah it's just a totally different like if you don't have like yeah that's like that's such I'm, a big part of our lives yeah. it's like how do you it's hard to relate like certain things you know i know yeah Crazy. so it's, it's just the way it is you know you relate to people that are yeah. in a similar place as you and stuff all right 434 should we call it yeah okay yeah. thanks for coming on lucy where should people find you just to just or find your brand i suppose honestly google shit you should care about cool or go on Instagram, click the link in bio. And keep an eye out for your book. Yeah. And which is coming come out. July of 2024. That's not that That's not that far away. I know. That's pretty soon. I know. Are you almost done? You're getting close, right? I'm getting close. Okay. Getting close. So keep an eye out for the book. I'll share it once it, I'll shoot it to my email list once it's Aww. out. For Thanks. sure. I'll buy a copy too. <laughs> and uh, yeah, shit you should care about. Google it. Follow on Instagram. All the good stuff. Thanks for coming on. Thank you. Thank you.